What's going on, Hardliners? Welcome to His Hardline for another episode of 1% with Him. Remember, every day we need to spend at least minimum 15 minutes with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Dig a little bit in the Bible and spend a little time in prayer, you know what I mean? If you can't do that, just join us here at His Hardline. We'll get it done. Drop. And don't forget to check out our website, www.hisheartline.com. We're happy to have you. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side. They are in charge. They are the host. They are the ones steering the ship through these crazy chaotic waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here today. It is Sunday, October 2nd, 2022, and uh, we are just getting fall underway, which is great. The season is changing. Leaves are changing. The temperature is changing. We're getting into hoodie sweatshirt season. That's one of my wife's favorite times of the year because she just likes snuggling up in good old fuzzy, cozy sweatshirts and blanket weather and just all that fun stuff. And, uh, you know, and it's great. It's just a wonderful time of year. I mean, don't get me wrong, spring and summer is great, but there's something about fall that really is magical because it's like, you know, you know that whatever happened in the year, you know, whether good or bad, like for us, like we had a lot of good fun times with family vacations, but we also had a lot of death and tragedy in our, in our family. You know, my wife had a miscarriage and we had a lot of medical things going on. It was just a very crazy time over the summer. And so when you get in the fall and things start changing, right? Trees start, you know, losing their foliage and leaves start falling and everything just starts dying basically, right? And to me, it's just a good, you know, it's, it's a good indicator of, okay, it's time to move forward into a different, a different chapter. You know, let's, let's, uh, let's be done with this old chapter, this, this time of, you know, tragedy and death and just, you know, hardship and, you know, bad memories of certain things and, you know, just, just so much. But at the same time, too, you also want to remember a lot of the good stuff that happened, like, you know. As Like I said, as much as we had a lot of death in our family throughout the summer, starting it seems like since April or May, all the way up until pretty much uh, July, August, it's been crazy. And so it's just a nice time to transition from one time into a different time. You know, let's, let's get into, because now we're starting to get into, you know, holidays and we're going to be creeping up on Thanksgiving before you know it. And then Christmas, you know, and then before you know it, we're going to be celebrating a new year past and, you know, bringing in a new year. At least that's according to the calendars that we have. Now, I think we've been lied and, you know, manipulated into, you know, believing that our calendar that we follow right now, the, you know, the active calendar that we have is legit the one that actually tells us the accurate date. I'm under the impression and the belief that that is not so, but that's a different topic for a different day and on a different show. So, but today what we're going to be doing is we're going to be reading out of the book of Psalms. 
again, chapter 35, and we're going to end at chapter 41, and then we're going to move on, and then we'll do some other books, and then we'll come, uh, we'll come back to Psalms, and we'll pick it up in chapter 42 in the second book of Psalms. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So what we're going to be reading is out of the New American Standard Bible. Let me get this situated here. While I have this not up, I thought I was prepared, but um, let me see here. Bear with me, guys. Let's see. Let's get this situated. Come on. Let's see. All right, here we go. So Psalm chapter 35 out of the New American Standard Bible. And so it reads, Contend, Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of buckler and shield and rise up as my help. Draw also the spear and the battle axe to meet those who pursue me. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let those be ashamed and dishonored who seek my life. Let those be turned back and humiliated who devise evil against me. Let them be like the chaff before the wind, with the angel of the Lord driving them on. Let their way be dark and slippery, with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. For they hid their net for me without cause, and without cause they dug a pit for my soul. Let destruction come upon him when he is unaware, and let the net which he hid catch him. Let him fall into that very destruction. So my soul shall rejoice in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. All my bones will say, Lord, who is like you, who rescues the afflicted from one who is too strong for him, and the afflicted and the poor from one who robs him? Malicious witnesses rise up. They ask me things that I do not know. They repay me evil for good to the bereavement of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting, but my prayer kept returning to me. I went about as though it were my friend or brother. I bowed down in mourning, like one who mourns for a mother. But at my stumbling, they rejoiced and gathered themselves together. The afflicted people whom I did not know gathered together against me. And they slandered me without ceasing. Like godless jesters at a feast, they gnashed at me with their teeth. Lord, how long will you look on? Rescue my soul from their ravages, my only life from the lions. I will give you thanks in the great congregation. I will praise you among a mighty people. Do not let those who are wrongfully my enemies rejoice over me. Nor let those who hate me for no reason wink maliciously, for they do not speak peace, but they devise deceitful words against those who are quiet in the land. They open their mouth wide against me. They said, Aha, aha, our eyes have seen it. You have seen it. Lord, do not keep silent. Lord, do not be far from me. Stir yourself and awake to my right and to my cause. My God and my Lord, judge me, Lord, my God, according to your righteousness, and do not let them rejoice over me. Do not let them say in their heart, Aha, our desire. Do not let them say we have swallowed them up. May those be ashamed and altogether humiliated who rejoice at my distress. 
May those who exalt themselves over me be, be clothed with shame and dishonor. May those shout for joy and rejoice who take delight in my vindication. And may they say continually, the Lord be exalted, who delights in the prosperity of his servant. And my tongue shall proclaim your righteousness and your praise all day long. And that concludes the reading of Psalm 35, verses 1 through 28. Now, what does Psalm 35 mean? Now, this is considered one of, the, one of the imprecatory psalms and songs which request the Lord's immediate destruction of an enemy, something that I'm sure we are all praying for right now as we speak with the cabal and the elitist and the criminal corrupt bankers that are trying to enslave the entire world with their schemes. But others include Psalms 5, 10, 58, 69, 83, 109, and 140. And so in David's context, he was the anointed leader of a nation meant to produce the Messiah. Now, believers today are not in that same circumstance. With Christ's death accomplished, we are commanded to pray for our enemy's salvation instead. And God will accomplish vengeance in his own time and in his own way. And you can see that as a reference from uh, Romans chapter 12, verses 17 through 21. And Psalm 35 can be separated into three sections, all echoing the same basic themes. In each segment, David notes the sin and evil of his enemies, asks God to conquer them, and promises that he will ardently worship the Lord in thanks. And David begins by asking God to take up arms against his enemies using military terminology. Some of the items mentioned would never have been used at the same time, such as a standing shield or a buckler. And the point is not that God will literally use weapons, but that David is asking for his help in battle. And David also calls on God to thwart his enemies' efforts, and this includes making their attacks rebound to their own destruction. And so the psalm itself is not explicitly tied to any event in David's life. However, he experienced persecution from both Saul and Absalom, and both saw David as a rival for the people's loyalty, so one would expect that slander, lies, and other propaganda would have been part of their efforts. And so in this segment of the psalm, David focuses much attention on the idea of lying witnesses and false accusations. Now, what's especially grievous is that David treated those same persons as his friends, caring for them and praying for their welfare. And now they invent lies as part of their attacks on him. In the final stanza, David directly pleads with God to be active in defeating his enemies. And his pictures, he pictures his foes plotting using secret signals and anticipating David's utter defeat. And this is a pattern of such people attacking those who are peaceful and sincere in their faith. And in response, David asks for those who support him to praise God. And this is in anticipation of the Lord's righteous response to these wicked assailants. And so to put this chapter in context, David pleads with the Lord to destroy his enemies, basically, and vindicates him. And as such, Psalm 35 is labeled as the, like I said, the imprecatory psalm. But, uh, you know, we can all very much 
relate to this because what we're seeing today in our current world, in our current society, and what's happening, you know, ever since the infant, you know, the, ever since the, the beginning stages of the, you know, COVID-19 nonsense that started in March 13th of 2020, leading up to all the other events that have occurred since then, leading up to today, we have seen friends turn against friends, parents against their children, children against their parents, people using their children and grandchildren as ransom to, you know, take them away from their family members and um, not see them, right? Not take the ability to visit with other family members if, you know, you don't get vaccinated, right? We've been seeing so much happen. So much has been happening. And really, we have been seeing a separation of the wheat from the chaff. I mean, we really have been. And it's sad to see what's kind of been taking place, to be quite honest with you. But, you know, it did say in the Bible, and I want to say it was somewhere in Matthew, and I'm just trying to go off memory here. Now, I'm not going to try to guess at the scripture or the chapter number, but it, it does say in there that, you know, mother would turn against daughter and son against father and father against son and so on and so forth. And that's kind of what we've been seeing here. And like I said, you know, like we were reading here, you know, in, in, with David's case where he treated those same persons that were, that he thought to be, you know, his friends and, you know, cared for them and praying for them. They ended up turning against him, invented lies, slandered him, and ended up going, you know, on, on the attack on him. And so it's just one of those things that, you know, like, like it says right in the final part of that psalm where David directly pleads with God to be active in defeating his enemies. You know, because he, like I said, you know, he pictured his foes plotting and using secret signals and anticipating David's utter defeat. And you know darn well that's kind of something similar that we've been kind of dealing with nowadays. You know, you get people that just, they, they, they gossip behind you and they plot against you. You know, they, they turn you in for stupid stuff or, you know, God forbid you did, you know, just, just, I can't even really honestly give you any examples specifically because there is just so much that we can't even really point them out. There's just been so much deceitfulness and, like I said, brother turning against brother and sister against sister over the last two, two and a half, three, going on three years now. It's been insane what we've been going through, and it's been quite the heartache for many. But you know what? I think at the end of the day, though, we are going to be coming into a place where we will eventually all be united under God in his kingdom in this world. I really do believe that because as people start waking up and people start reading more and start doing their own research and digging into what they have been doing to us, which they have been dividing us and trying to split us apart because, as they say, a house divided cannot stand. And that's what they've always been trying to do. Now, Jason, what are you talking about they? Well, people like these so-called friends like David had, people that you thought you could trust. Well, what are you talking about, Jason? I don't, you know, well, here's what I'm talking about. Let's, let's, switch up the, let's switch up the words a little bit. 
So for David, it were, they were friends that he thought he could trust. And for us in this nation, they were institutions that we thought we could trust. The public school system is one of them, or I should say the you know, public indoctrination system. You know, all of our Justice Department um, alphabet agencies, the FBI, the DOJ, the CIA, we thought we could, you know, trust all of them. That's turning out to be, you know, a big farce. We're starting to realize their criminality and what they do to try to, you know, basically go against the American people, treat the American people as if we were enemies of the state. You know, our own government as a whole, the judicial, the executive, and the legislative branches, you know, the lower three branches of government, we thought we could trust them. It turns out we really can't. And Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, has been trying to warn us about how corrupt this whole system was, which is why he vowed to drain the swamp. And that is still actively happening, ladies and gentlemen. Whether you like it or not and want to accept that truth or not, I'm here to tell you right now that's exactly what's happening. And yes, Donald J. Trump is still your president. Not bumbling Biden. I hate to break it to you. Actually, no, I don't hate to break it to you. I'm actually very pleased to bring it to you because you're going to have to hear this truth one way or another. And if that makes you mad, I'm sorry. Don't follow this channel. But we're here to spread truth. And what David experienced with his friends turning against him, we're experiencing as Americans with our own agencies and government institutions that we thought we could trust turn against us. And not only did they turn against us, but you know, quite frankly, little do people realize that the people who ran this country, now this country is a great nation, but the people behind the government that ran this nation really are the great Satan of the world. And it's no wonder why the majority of foreign nations hate America. And it's not because of the people in America, it's because of the evil Satanists that are in D.C. and the state governments to even the county municipal governments. We've been lied and deceived. You know, deceived. And they are trying to plot against us to take us out. And here at his hard line, that's what we're here to do. We're here to spread that truth because that enemy has crossed that damn line for the last time. And I'm sick of it. And you should too. And it's time to wake your friends and family up. Okay, if they aren't already awake and you've been trying to wake them up, then move on. Because some people just won't wake up because what's coming is not going to be stopped. That's why they say nothing can stop what is coming. Well, what's coming? The truth is coming, and it's going to come very hard. It's been a very interesting couple of few years, and I think we're going to be in for another good couple of few, um, well, crazy years. That's why I say, you know, put all your trust in God. Rely on God. Have all your faith in God and Jesus Christ, because I'm going to tell you right now, it's God and Jesus that's going to walk you through this storm. The storm's here, and it's only going to get worse. But we need to walk in faith with God and Christ, and we will be just fine. Ladies and gentlemen, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day of life and good health. We thank you for our family. Thank you for all the many blessings that you bring to us. Thank you for putting us here in a time such as now so that we can serve at the capacity that you need us to serve in. Please give us that guidance. Answer our prayers. Give us discernment so that we can operate here in this world as one of your faithful servants, one of your faithful soldiers 
We will fight for this world. We will fight for those who are voiceless and that are defenseless. But you need to give us some direction. Speak to our heart, speak to our mind, speak to our soul. Give us those orders so we can follow them. Father, we also ask that you guide our thoughts, guide our words, and guide our actions because our thoughts translate into words and actions and we know that thoughts and words are very powerful and we need to be very, very wise with how we use our words. And so we thank you though, Lord, for everything that you give us, for everything that you offer us and we ask for your forgiveness each and every day and we ask that Christ be in our heart. Always guide our footsteps. Let our footsteps be in akin with your will and plan. We pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. So that's all we have for you today, ladies and gentlemen. I want to say thank you so very much for joining us here at His Hard Line for another episode of 1% with Him. And remember, as I always say, 1% of your 24-hour day is roughly about 15 minutes. That's all you need to do, minimum, minimum. Spend 15 minutes reading a little scripture getting intimate with the Lord. It's all you need. Read a chapter a day. And if you do that within 15 minutes or less, then spend the rest of that time in prayer. Because at the end of the day, that's all that's needed. And I'm going to tell you right now, that is transformational in the biggest and most profound way. The best time you could spend on a daily basis is with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Read a little scripture. I promise you, you will not be sorry you do that on a daily basis. That's how I typically try to start my day each and every day. And so remember, here at His Heart Line, we are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. And that enemy has crossed that line for the last time. We will push that enemy back on their side. And that's what we do here at His Heart Line. Remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Ladies and gentlemen, have no fear. Keep your faith up. God has got this, but we also have to participate in our own rescue. So let's be those warriors for Christ, those soldiers for God. Let's bring people closer to Christ. Let's get Christ in people's hearts. Let's sow seeds and let God do the rest. Ladies and gentlemen, please share this podcast far and wide and the website www.hisheartline.com. Thank you so very much for being here with us, and I hope you have a blessed day or night wherever you're located in the world. And please remember, please share this podcast. It helps us out a lot, more than you realize. Get people to follow the channel. Share these episodes. Have a blessed night. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the day. Thank you for joining us here at His Heart Line. Remember, we need to spend at least 15 minutes each day with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That is literally 1% of our time on a daily basis. Spend a little time in the Bible, spend some time in prayer. And you'd be amazed what Jesus will do to you.
www.hishardline.com for all the latest updates. 